Now in Spanish, now in Spanish. Aquí estamos, Malmo, ciudad del crimen. La capital del crimen de Europa, aquí estamos, es nuestra culpa. Ahora en chileno, ahora en chileno. Sí, Bien, pues Today, we're getting back to what this podcast was meant for, interviewing awesome Screamo bands. Today, we get the pleasure of chatting with the awesome Screamo band, 44 Caliber Love Letter. They're a three-piece that play top-tier Screamo with beautiful melodies and very fast tempos, and you're going to listen to it right here, right now, on Not Just a Phase. That song was called Flowers by 44 Caliber Love Letter. You can find them on Bandcamp, Spotify, and right here, right now on this week's episode of Not Just a Phase. Welcome, guys. Thanks so much for coming on to the show. <laughs> so, guys, I'm just going to start by asking what your names are and what instruments you play in the band. Joe, Evelyn, I play... I play the guitar and I scream. Thank you for letting us be here in the Frill Fools. Yeah. Um, we are a fucking joke. Kami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Kami. I play, I play the bass and I scream in some songs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're missing a, a third member, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Oh no, it's a podcast. You can't see. Our yeah, I have a I have a face for radio, so we just keep it to audio on this show. Bye. Ah, no, <laughs> he's with us in our hearts at all times. Um, our drummer Yedik. Yeah, he's here spiritually. Yeah. So, um, I I've been told you guys are related here. You two. Yeah, straight up twins. Two okay. minutes apart. Very nice. Yeah, nice. I'm the only one. I was born two minutes. Two minutes. That's a yeah. that's a whole that's a whole Mapukia album in between. I mean, photography. Yeah. So, guys, how did how did the band start? Like, what got you guys playing together? Oh, um. Okay, so we we got into the screamo scene in Stockholm when we were around 15. Yeah, 15 or 16. And we had just seen Kid Feral live. And yeah. the guitarist and singer hit us up on Facebook and was just half jokingly asking like, yo, when are you guys gonna start a band? And we were like, yo, actually, we have this song, which is the first song on our album. And yeah. we are like, we have this song And we sent it to him and he was like, oh my God, that's fucking sick. He, he, um, um, oh, what's it called? Well, yeah. Um, he, he, he made us meet this guy called Tobias. He plays the drums in, uh, he, he used to play in, no? Vibre Sabi. Yeah, he Vibre played Sabi. in a Seinfeld screamo band called Newman. Newman. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, which is the singer from Kid Feral. He was in 44 Caliber Love. Yeah, he was the original singer. And then we had this other guy called Siegfried, yeah. who was kind of a random guy who just happened to be into the band. Right. Was the, uh, 
Is is it a, a stupid question to ask that your band's name is based off the only band ever? We have to pay our respects. I mean, Ale, without Alexis on fire, there will be no music today. Yeah. They were one of the pioneers to create the concept of music. Yeah, actually. And I think <laughs> show respect to the OGs, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, before them, there was no music, basically. And so, then Alexis on fire came and bam. How mm. did they get music? Uh, shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. But how we got our band name is a pretty stupid story. Actually. Yeah, it's pretty uh, so stupid. So yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> we, we were like arguing, or not arguing, like discussing like for days. Fuck, what are we going to get called? Fuck. And and Evelyn just pulls out her music playlist and like puts it on shuffle <laughs> and goes, oh wait, 44 caliber low letter. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, we had like a we had a proper list. There was 44 caliber love letter, there was Earth Moon Transit by Duster. Yeah. Uh there was Ice. I think there was I think there was a Queens of the Stone Age song in there. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of random fucking songs, but we were like 44 kind of love letter. That's sick. That's our name. That's our name. And we put it all together, no, no spaces in between because it was cool back then. It was like 2018. It's yeah. just Grant's way, you know. So, uh, we may have posted the song 44 caliber love letter on our on our instagram page as a hint to mike be coming on the show for today's episode we didn't realize people would assume that we meant alexis but uh <laughs> turns out emo kids haven't been trolled this hard since tom left us all to die on myspace so oh my sorry God. not sorry we thought this was hilarious <laughs> i mean i think we're better than alexis on fire so don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 but like we got some Emo violent kids in here in the show. Emo violent beats. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Like>, shut up. <laughs> so I, I had a question for you guys. You started um, playing in music because of Kid Farrell. You mentioned. Um, do you remember your first show? Like your first hardcore screamo emo. The first one. Um. Um, okay, if we want to go way, way back, my first emo show was I Love Your Lifestyle with Alaskan Golfer in Stockholm. Sick fucking lineup. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like 14. I was my best friend. No, I was 13 or something. It was 2016. Let me, I was 14. And I was, <laughs> I was my best friend and we were like, vibing super hard. I remember seeing the drummer from Setsuko there, and I thought he looked super cool. Yeah, um, Casper. But shot. like, then I got more into, um, but like the real proper, like on purpose screamo show I went to was I Hate Sex. Yeah, that was my my first proper. It was like, there's usually wow. like this festival called Firestone Fest, which is a straight edge festival the day before um, a Swedish celebration mm -hmm. um, where everyone drinks. So they just have like this the day before, before the day before <laughs> of May, a work of day. Um, so they have like this Sikas festival. Um, and it was I Hate Sex, um, uh, Petrol Girls, Petrol Girls. Um, Swain, which are like gold runs. Um, who else played? I don't remember, but it was super cool. Was super cool. So I hate sex. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a great lineup. Yeah, that's sounds crazy. Like a great lineup. It was, it was sick. We didn't know how to march them, so we were doing like this yeah, weird we like, kind of dance. Very stiff. I think there are videos of that. Oh, but like, <laughs> it's, it's cringy. No, it's but pure cringe. cringe. But going to to Stockholm straight edge because they booked the shows like. Like, sure, Firestorm Fest was, like, my first screamer show, but the first thing I saw that, that like, they had booked was, like, um, Mr. Language, which is great indie from Stockholm, TV Girl, 
and Elvis Presley. Um, my life has been ruined since then. Like, <laughs> I've been depressed that. ever since. <laughs> and ironically, and ironically, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Stockholm Straight Like, without them, we will not have started our band. Yeah. I will, I will not be straight edge. I will not have gone into hardcore. I will probably still be an indie kid. I mean, indie slaps, but like, mm-hmm. I give mm-hmm. that your respect. I listen to more indie kids, you know, still. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what does straight edge mean to you? Yeah, for me personally, um, straight edge has kept me going. I struggle. I've struggled with like a lot of mental illness. I have like pretty bad ADHD that has like evolved into heart depression. And I think that straight edge has helped me as, as um, what is it called? As cheesy as it may sound and like wine mom-ish. It's like, it keeps me going, you know? It's like, not like I have to stay strong. I don't have to lose myself to drugs. It was, it was also way more important to me when I was younger, when it was more like, like you get invited to parties and people were smoking and drinking. And I, I used to do it back then, but I never enjoyed it. And I felt like I had to like, like, you know, fit in, but it's not me. And it was boring. So I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm straight edge. You know, mm-hmm. straight edge means a lot to me actually. I recently reclaimed. Um, I I stopped being straight edge like eight months ago, and I felt really hard, like lots of alcohol, lots of drugs. Imagine my my life looked a lot like train spotting, but without the cool people for a while. No babies. No no babies on ceilings either. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it was pure misery and. Um, I had like my last blackout and I was like, yeah, no, no more. I can't keep doing this. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, just like Evelyn, I think it's a twin thing. Like we both struggle with mental illness a lot. Like I have ADHD too, um, um, borderline personality disorder. So it's, it's rough and I fall into addictions quite quickly, but I don't think I'm gonna break edge again. Um, because otherwise I will be fucked. So. Yeah. Do you find that like straight edge, like really, like that lifestyle really carries over into the music that you guys play and write? Yeah, definitely. We, there's a lot of influence from uh, what the straight edge bands have made in the past. We, we're trying to incorporate more straight edge lyrics in our, in our newer songs. Not that the one, there's one straight edge song in the album, but like we're definitely trying to do some more, you know, because there is not enough straight edge representation in Screamo. Yeah, but scene. the thing is that you gotta balance it so it isn't tacky or like preachy, like. I, I hear that. Because yeah. like, if you're not straight, it's probably annoying to hear like, yeah, go sober, you dumbass. So, <laughs> yeah. you no know, thing you drink. Yeah, no. So it, it sounds kind of cheesy, like, I don't drink. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I would get down to that though. I, I love I love a lot of straight edge bands. You guys yeah. mentioned you're, you're writing new music. When are we gonna hear some of that, guys? That's like how long we've been waiting here since Hedgehog's Dilemma. A year. It's been yeah, it's been more than a year, and we we started writing. We we have started writing a new album. Yeah. But right now, in a couple of days on mm-hmm. Monday, Monday. Yeah, in two days we're gonna record uh, around four new songs that we're gonna release in a couple of splits. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. There are best songs yet. Yeah, no, like our stuff in the album is shit compared to yeah. that. <laughs> Seriously, like, as a band, we have evolved so much that we, like, for you people, it's probably like, yeah, it sucks. But like, compared to our new songs, like, we have really evolved yeah. um, lyrically and sound wise because yeah. it felt kind of lost. 
yeah we yeah it felt like we didn't have like a clear image of what we wanted to do but now we have like found our way and like know what we are influenced by um take it and make something original out of it um i think people are gonna like it um i hope stoked. they will i'm pretty stoked to to show and like it's all from influences from bands like kickback to title fight a little bit sometimes um a lot of swedish 90s hardcore like yeah. avinanda yeah it, it, it has definitely a more of a hardcore feel to it Yes. But that's exciting. Some, it, it, it still has some nice parts. Yeah, it's still emo violence. Definitely. We're just like, we're like putting the violence in emo. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I was listening to Hedgehog's Lung earlier today. Uh, um, I, I really enjoy that you guys have a mix of like emo, you have the emo violence, but you also have like hardcore moments there too. Um, so I'm very excited to see where you guys go, um, which direction, and see how you guys are bl- have been blending it all together. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Gonna and be great. actually, it's I think that the the evolution we the progress we made as a band makes a lot of sense with how our lives have looked like yeah. because we first got into screamo and we started a band, but like at the same time in the in the scene, we, we used to live in Stockholm. The screamer scene kind of slowed down and died and hardcore became bigger. Yes. So naturally we started going to more hardcore shows. We started moshing. There was an entire year that I did barely listen to screamo and was just into yeah. hardcore. Me too. You can't <laughs> mosh the scream unless you have like some weak ass push bits. I want people <laughs> to eat color up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal of 44 Calus. Yeah, and not the new album. Definitely more <laughs> breakdowns, more sick parts, more beatdown. Yeah. yeah, it's how's, be how's it being recorded? How are you guys recording this new, uh, this new material, if you don't mind me asking? Are you going to a studio or is it DIY at home? or DIY studio. With, there's this guy here in Malmo who's really nice. He's called Hannes. He does the best recordings. He's the guy who recorded the Hedgehog's Dilemma. Um, nice. he, he did a great job um, now we are we're doing it with him again yeah it's like it's not like a big huge studio it's like it's like very DIY he's like a crust punk dude yeah that we met a yeah. sweet guy really really the sweetest fucking guy ever Hannes shut up Mwah. bless his heart so just curious when the last show uh, that you guys saw attended what that was you go first it was a show we played with um our hardcore side project jamcha um like okay. the dragon ball character um so i played the guitar and scream and Evelyn plays the drums so so the last show that you played was the last show you saw as well yeah that was for me that's okay yeah. Wait, no, no, wait. I saw an indie band a few a few months ago, like in the what? middle of summer. Gulagongen. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you saw that? Yeah, yeah. It's um this new twee pop band here in Stockholm. But yeah, um it was great. Cool. Which is there a band that you guys tend to play with frequently more than others at all? <clears throat> I mean, we have barely played <laughs> live. Um but one of the bands we have played with the most have been, um, their name is like three O's with like lines in between them. Um, it's pronounced to Mamasan, and it's kind of like, they're super underrated, like post, <laughs> post-rock influenced screamo. Uh, really sick, really sick. We played with them like two times. We have played with Kid Feral and shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the whole crew is walking behind us. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> so professional. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But, but mostly, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Yeah, we have played with them like three times or something. Yeah, but we have played like five times. Yeah. And where, where are you guys playing these shows? Like our good friend, uh, who you might know, Fernando, he helps us run not just a phase here. <laughs> 
He tells uh, he tells me that two out of the three members in your band is from Chile. Are you guys still currently residing there? Mm -mm. Nope. No, we live in Sweden. We live in the city of Malmö. That's like right by the border to Denmark. Yeah. So we get to go to shows in Copenhagen pretty often. Yeah, it takes half an hour with the train. But yeah, yeah we're from Chile and we moved to Sweden when we were ten years ago. Nine. Yeah, ten years ago. So we were nine. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'm also told by Fernando that uh, one of the, my favorite songs you guys wrote was titled uh, Las Miradas. I'm probably butchering that one. As always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's lyrically a poem from a famous poet from Argentina. Uh, Fernando, you want to take this with the pronunciations here? I'm going to butcher that one too. Julio Cortázar. There you go. <laughs> Let's just pretend I said it. And yeah. the name of that poem was titled... It's called uh, Como darle cuerda a un reloj. That's what I was going to say. Perfect. And so what's this poem about and why did you guys choose it for the lyrics on your song? Ooh. Okay, I have a very interesting backstory to this one. Um, first of all, we wanted to pay respect to the South American literary culture. It's very strong. Objectively, like, the best thing to ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> great fucking writers, poets. All of it. So I kind of wanted to pay respect to, to also to make, yeah, just, just like we have a song, we pay respect to them and we pay respect to Sarah Kane in another song. Yeah. But this, this poem is, in itself is about like, kind of like being trapped in, by material things. If we're going to like narrow it quickly, it's kind of like evolves. And for the lyrics, I kind of took different parts of the poem, like kind of collaged it together. So it had like a different meaning. Um, the way I found this poem was actually by listening to a slowcore band called Migala. They're from Spain and they had a song. It was like the last song on that album, which is also called Como Darle Cuerda Un Reloj, which is really fucking sad, really slow, and it's just this dude reading the poem, and it really struck with me, and I really wanted to. So it's kind of like a reference both to the Sloker band and, you know. Yeah, you guys should listen to it, it's actually very good. Yeah, Miguel are a great band. Listen to the call called Grab Song. It's like spoken word, they actually talk in English, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, we, we were listening to it like before this, this interview, and like I was about to start to cry, because it's so strange. I got a question. I got a question. This is this could be kind of interesting. You guys are still supporting your early work. I mean, your demo from 2018. You're still supporting that songs playing it live. The demo 2018 is a bastard child, and we hate it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is the most common thing with bands. We all hate our early work. You know, in our defense, we were 15, and we rewrote all the songs in there and release them on a hedgehog's dilemma but we will rather people not listen to the yeah. songs in the demo yeah. because they suck and because the dude singing not the dude from kid Farrell, but the other singer yeah the random guys you wanted to show that bands are, are really it's really common to hate or early stuff 
It, it happens. Yeah. It's it's happened to every to everyone. Oh, this is an interesting <laughs> phenomenon. I yeah. don't get it. And probably in a few years, I will hate every single song we have written. Totally. So, well, I feel like the thing is, you're constantly evolving, writing new songs, and after you've played those old songs so many fucking times, you oh, yeah. hate them, right? Like, totally get that feeling, and then you're just excited on the new material. Um, and you just feel that was just like inadequate compared to what you're playing now is more so how I, I find it typically is, right? Yeah, I'm so fucking tired of Unbreakable Bow and Flowers, dude. <laughs> that sucks because we're totally playing Flowers on this episode. Uh, <laughs> a banger. It's undeniably a banger. I think it's the best song in the album aside from the Death Heaven inspired one. Yeah, that's, that's the last one. Um, I always forget the name because we were just sitting. It's the Cortasso one. Fuck, it is the one. <laughs> Here's the thing about the song titles in the album. We had recorded all the songs, we were about to release it, and we were like, fuck, we don't have song titles. Because we only have working titles. Like, this is the D-Beat song, this is the Death Heaven song, because we're fucking talentless, and we take a lot of inspiration from other bands. This is the, this is the Beard Screech song. That's yeah. ours. No, no, that's that was full of Troy. That was full of yeah, Troy. Yeah, that was full of Troy. Yeah, nice. we ripped off full of Troy. No, we didn't. We didn't. Right, you, you guys, you guys are hilarious. I, uh, <laughs> I see you guys posting on your Instagram a lot, showing your love for comedy and anime. Do you guys have a, a favorite anime show? Actually, yeah. Um, a couple, I think it was like like a year ago on our Facebook page, we released a, like a pretty nice list of the bands we consider be 44 caliber London approved. And what did I say? Bands. I mean, an anime. <laughs> so um, there is Neon Genesis Evangelion, Haivani uh, Renmei, uh, yeah. Angel's Egg, Serial Experiments Plane, Furikuri. Furikuri. Um, that's my favorite anime, Furikuri. And Ketatami Galaxy. That's the sixth essential 44 caliber love letter. Do you guys live in a punk house? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> we can so nah, nah, one, one, one show that wasn't listed there on the list uh, that Fernando seems to love is uh, Wonder Egg Tuesday. I've been calling it Kinder Egg Tuesday and Boiled Egg Tuesdays to joke with him because he is really into this show. I'm assuming you've seen it. Actually, we haven't. I, haven't. I don't know what oh. this is about. What, what is this? Okay. First of all, it's called One Direct Priority, okay? Can, can you tell us what is it about? Yeah, yeah, tell us. Tell us no, everything. Now you are being interviewed. You should watch it. You, you should totally watch it. it it's, about, uh, it's about trauma. You're, you should do okay. it. Well, that feels like something we would like. Yeah. Fuck, wait. Let me write it down. One Direct Priority. Priority. Oh, there it is. There it is. Wait. That looks sweet. That, that looks, looks nice. I, yeah, I love the art style. Yeah, we will watch it. Yeah. Yeah, my anime list. Follow me on my anime list, you know. Shout out, shout out. Anyway. It's, cur it's currently airing, so oh, you're yes. missing like eight or nine episodes, so. Fuck. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I have not been keeping track of modern anime. I've been re-watching some old stuff. I recently started re-watching The Tatami Galaxy with my boyfriend yesterday. It's really nice. So far, so good. It talks so fast. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like they, it's like kind of pretentious that they talk like super, super fast. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, is there a band that you guys have always wanted to play with, like the top tier, like that is like a white whale for you guys? Uh, hmm. If we're talking about active bands, <laughs> active or no uh, actually, yeah, let's do active and then yeah. Um, I've been thinking a lot, and if I will get to play with one active band it isn't even screamo and i don't even like them that much but i think that the concept of playing with them would be so fucking cool counterparts yeah. i would love to fucking play with counterparts. love counterparts um, like, i've been listening so i've been listening i've barely listened to them but like the one with the white cover and it's like different pictures on it yeah so i've been i've been i'm kind of in a metalcore phase right now they were mm -hmm. misery signals Will be oh, I love cool. misery signals. I'm having a hard time coming up with an active band that I want to play with. Um, like, I don't know. Jesus Christ, I don't listen to Screamo. God help me. Jerome's Dream. Fuck it. Jerome's Dream. They it doesn't so have good. to be Screamo. 
and Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know. I want Titus Titus Fight to come back. I want them to come back. I want them to come back more than anything. Just when we needed them the most, they disappeared. Yeah, um, I want to play. I want to play a mixed show with indie bands. I want to play with classic Swedish indie bands. I don't know. Uh, and Knapsack, my favorite emo band, Knapsack. Oh my uh, God, you're speaking to my heart. Not active. They, they have reunited. They have? Yeah. What? Knapsack got back together? Yeah, they have played the fest. Like, you heard it here first on Not Just a Phase. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know. This is an exclusive. I want to play with Joe yeah. Breaker, please. So, if you like Napsack, are you are you pretty into kind of like that era of emo? I'm not extremely into it. Mostly Napsack because they are like such a good combination of like the actual emo stuff, but they still have like these alt rock sensibilities. Like that's why I'm also really into like rival schools and stuff like that. But I know what more bands are there from that era that sound kind of like Knapsack. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Benton Falls? But yeah, I thought that was Benton Falls too. Uh, um, yeah, any band on like those compilation albums called um, The Emo Diaries. Um, those are pretty sick. Um, there's lots of shit to discover there. Small Brown Bike. Small Brown Bike, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when you guys are writing music, um, what is your process like? Uh, who does it? Do you have a main songwriter? Do you have a, like main lyricist? Is it very collaborative? Mm, extremely collaborative, I would say. Yeah, since we're twins and we live together, we usually just jam with the with the guitar and bass, mm -hmm. and we see if we can come up with something. Um, a lot of the songs are great, but then we and then we show them to our drummer Eric, and then we're like, okay, this works, or this thing we could change. So everyone's involved. There's no yeah. one like taking more responsibility on the songwriting. Yeah. Same with the lyrics, to be honest. Like we all write, we have like this Google Drive document and some of us write lyrics and then the others can come like change them a little bit and then we discuss them. And it's all very based on consensus. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's the way it's supposed to be, I guess. Otherwise yeah. it would feel kind of weird, especially since it's screamo. Like mm -hmm. I get it if it's like something more pretentious, like, I don't know some progressive metal bullshit, but like, we're a screamo band. Yeah, we're really sure that we're a proper leftist band. So. <laughs> so speaking of that, you guys, when you're writing your lyrics, do you find that you're drawing a lot of inspiration from like a, a shared connection of like straight edge or political aspects? Yeah, but also very emotional stuff then. Uh, yeah, like that was, on the album it was kind of me writing. Uh, I was trying to make the songs have double meanings. Yeah. Um, especially, um, for example, Halos and Wings. I tried to write it so it sounds like it's about the trans experience, but it actually is about an anime called Havana Renme. Um, <laughs> there is a flowers. It's written so it's so it sounds like it's not wanting someone to die, but it's actually wanting about your dog dying. Yeah. Um, what's the, the song about the second, sports? The second song on the album. We have a song about sports. Yeah, that one's about this professional hockey player that we had in Sweden that was like 23 years old, and she kind of like she was like one of the best um, hockey goalkeepers or whatever it's called. Yeah. And she broke, she got like, she like broke her leg or something and she had to stop. Yeah. And oh. I don't even like hockey that much, but I was super touched by it. I was like, fuck, that's a song. Yeah. Um, we might not show it, but wait, maybe we have shown it recently on our social media, but everyone into 44 Color Love Letters, like really into sports. They're probably the only screamo band who's into sports. Like we're really into football. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. That's a no, weird no. one. <laughs> no, kids are fucking nerds. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> We fucking love sports. I love sports. We're, we're technically Eric is a fucking gym freak. Yeah. They're they they work out like five times a week, five or six times a week. Lifting heavy stuff. I used to play American football. I could have been one of the best badminton players yeah, me too. in the country if I had not been <laughs> well, 
by wolves have like had like a huge crisis, but like <laughs> no, we love sports. And, and but yeah. but for our more modern, for our newest songs, um, we are drawing a lot more inspiration from because it it became kind of like a parody to us, like this whole screamo emotional sensibilities that there are, and. We have all been listening to a lot of beatdown, like kickback and shit. So it's more about like violence and crimes and building <laughs> up your enemies. Like we're, we're actually straight up putting the violence in emo. In emo violence. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. to be emo violence beatdown now. But yeah. It's yeah, but we also it's not only violence and crimes. Like um, uh, since we have like evolved so much as people. Um, and uh, we have gone through so much the later the last year that there's also like more in-depth emotional shit going on, um, or, or at least in, for my part, in my specific ones I have written to know. Yeah, on the split songs. Yeah. Any idea when we're going to hear any of this new material you keep teasing and talking about that I have no idea about? Uh, when do we get it, to hear it? it the, this podcast is being released in April, right? It should be about a week from now. We'll see. For a week from now, all right. Nah, then it's not going to be out then. But like sometime in April or May, um, that's because that's... we have to mix the songs. But yeah, we're recording. Fair. We're recording. Question, Question for you. Is it coming out on any physical releases? Tapes, cassettes? Is there a, a label that might be releasing it? You don't have to say. I see, I see you looking at each other going, uh. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, our fucking homie, Larry Records. Wait for, oh. wait for the tape to come. Uh, it's, nice. it's a split. You know what? I'm just going to announce it. It's, be, it's between us, um, this Finnish screamo band called Leather Bombs. Oh, um, Leather Bombs? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and Mis Sueños Son de Tu Adios from Argentina. Mis Sueños? Yeah. yeah. That is a swear. Larry Yeah. That is a Larry's band PK was supposed to be in it, but they chose to write an entire album instead. But yeah. it would have been pretty sick. And I'm yeah. sure it's going to be a fantastic album. And you actually just heard that here first on Not Just a Phase. <laughs> yeah, legit. Thank you for that debut. Thank you for that debut. I like that. What fillers? Yeah, we have another split. Plan being planned, but like no comment on that one because we're not so sure how it's going. Ooh, keep it under wraps, okay? Actually, yeah. so do you, what do you guys have like a favorite split or like a favorite uh, seven inch? Like yeah, like... my favorite split of all times is the Jerome's Dream uh, with him. with July. July. It's so fucking emotional. The July side is. One of the best emo songs. There are no drums. It's just kind of like a synthesizer and a soft guitar thing going on. It's insane. Yeah. Um. Another split that I really like is Brain Empty. Wait. Wait. I can take my my favorite split so take far. Take your favorite. Split. Um. My favorite split is the split between this band called Destroyer with not not the indie band Destroyer, like the kind of grindcore. Power violence with seven days of samsara. Um, the seven days of samsara, like side of the split, just blew my mind. And my my second favorite seven inches by this old metalcore band called Jihad, and they are fucking amazing too, like very nineties. If we're talking seven inches, then I have like not split, just seven inches. Oh. There is mineral with the Februarys. Seven inch. <laughs> so, so <fun>. good. <laughs> um, there's also Far Apart. Ah, oh, Swedish classic. Far Swedish Apart. classic. Um, there is um, the Eldritch, Eldritch and Iset, self-titled, really fucking good. Um, one last, one last seven inch that I really like is, wait, let me check my items. I have like yeah. straight up more than 80 gigabytes of emo here. <laughs> Yeah. My life. <laughs> so, like, yeah, but like we we collect seven inches too, like in real life. Yeah, like, I happen to support music on its physical releases. I try to when I have the money. So, yeah. I just want to point this out. At the beginning of the pandemic, I um, I went on a deep dive and filled a 124 gigabyte flash drive <laughs> with emo. 
Oh my fucking god! It's filled. Even it says, it's 124 <laughs> gigabytes of emo and screamo music. No, nobody, <laughs> where do you get your stuff? Because when I, the things that I do is that I find the those emo blogs, and I download everything on it. And I mean straight up everything. Yeah, all yeah. the back, all the releases. I have everything. There's, that's it. That's actually, it. that that actually is a great question that I have for you guys. Was like for me, I, I believe we've t- like Rob and I have talked about this in a previous episode, but Blogspot was a huge entry point to emo and screamo for me. Um, when I was first when I was first discovering hardcore bands, I came across a Blogspot called Sophie's Floorboard um, that I think we all know. Um, Where would we be without Sophie's Floorboard? I know, right? We have. No, keep going. Keep going. And I was just curious, like, was there any other ones that like really just changed? Because like I, I spent, I'm gonna say days. Like honestly, this flashlight probably has all of Sophie's floorboard on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I think I have Sophie's floorboard to blame for my total downfall of life. <laughs> same. Same. I I went through the pretty. You know, the classic entry level emo stuff, like I was into American football, mineral, and snowing. Snowing, fuck no. Snowing is the one that started it all. Yeah. But we found Sophie's Floorboard, and I was looking at the things, and I found this band. I thought it was going to be Midwest emo. So I looked at the cover, and I was like, this looks sick. I downloaded it, absolutely hated it because it was Screamo, and I was not used to Screamo. Then the band is Shizune from Italy. Yeah. Oh my fucking God, it's a snowing record. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then I think that from the blog spots, like, yeah, that one's super sick, but my favorite one is actually, oh, what is it called? It's the Russian one. Um, mm. uh, oh, I forgot the name. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck me. It's, uh, fuck, I mean, the Russians always got the best ones. Screamo tapes, maybe? No, it's no. not Screamo tape. This endless breath. This endless breath. That's my yeah. absolute favorite. And you the know. emo nerd is yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to Last FM and you find any emo Screamo band, there's always Russians in it. And I think it's amazing because here in our more Western Screamo community, we don't realize how huge Screamo is. They have a very strong scene. Yeah. There's no, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, shout out Optimus Prime, sick oh, yeah. fucking band. Good band. I just checked them out for the first time very recently, and they are they they fuck. They're great. They, they fuck. They fuck. They fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like a whole spy on the oven, so and it's like, it looks to be almost done. So like you weren't I, kidding, eh? When you said no. that. I thought like, you were fucking with. I thought you're fucking with me because you guys are just so hyper. They're like, yeah. <laughs> we're going into the kitchen. This is we're going, all right. We're in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, this place looking fucking delicious. Welcome, welcome to cooking with forty-four caliber love letters. <laughs> Today we're gonna have a wonderful vegan pie, and I, we will link the recipe, and you guys are gonna eat it up like the emo bastards you are. This is a food pod. <laughs> no, what, what's on the pie? What's on the pie? What do we got here? What's the ingredients? No, it's apples. Dude. No, apples. 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 Apple pie. Apples? Yeah. yeah. Apple pie. Oh, you meant pie, not pizza. It's a pie. Oh, you. Imagine a pizza with fucking apples. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The when they said pie, I thought they meant like a large pizza, you know, like, hey, I'm making a pie. Like, Is this yeah. an apple pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I Are you fucking bullying me? This is my show. <laughs> yeah, I ate a, a pizza, a vegan pizza with potatoes on it. It was fucking weird. Oh, I bet that's awesome. Though, potato? No, potato sounds good. Yeah. Once I ate pizza with peach. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Weird. One of the funniest. That was gross. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> the funniest experience I ever had. I was in. I was in Venice and. Uh, there was a pizza place that I passed by that's, that advertised American pizza. What and you know fuck? what American pizza was in Venice, Italy? It was a, like an XXL pizza with ha- full-out hamburgers on the pizza, <laughs> bacon, sunny-side-up eggs. It was a legit whole fucking thing of, and like french fries. It was covered in just like McDonald's and it was the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> Don't. 
fuck with me, holy that's, shit. Yeah. That's good, I'm not gonna I, lie. Here, here in Malmö, um, my friend was biking around town and she sent me this picture, this very scary picture. They were advertising. We have like a lot of falafel here in Malmö. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes they throw in pizzas in it. They were advertising a pizza that instead of cheese, and not listen to me, instead of cheese, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> here in Chile, it's selling that that shit. Yes, here in Chile, they're selling that shit in Telepizza. Do you, do you know do you know that, that yeah, store? Yeah. In Telepizza, yes, they're selling pizza with chocolate. Right, right now, right now. As we that's, speak. That's a fucking yeah. Word. As we speak. As we speak. As soon as Rob mentioned about interviewing you guys, I was like, I remember when like they first re like recorded their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh we were so excited back then. We were like straight up 15. <clears throat> it was recorded in 2017. Yeah, and, yeah. We were 15. We were. I could barely play the guitar. Yeah, no. I mean, I, we've been a band for way too long. We're probably gonna break up after the album or something. I mean, you're a screamo band. You have you have to do that. You're a screamo band. Yeah, it's obligatory. That's what either we did. Either that or we start playing like deathcore, like Shingard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta make the switch. You gotta make the switch. What would be your metalcore revival band name? Uh, I'm thinking. I'm you have this planned. You have this planned already. Yeah, Kinda. I'm thinking either the satellite years or like. Mm, uh, Andromeda or the year, the year summer ended in June. Yes, Either so one of those names I'm, I will go for. You guys yeah. actually had that planned. Okay, <laughs> I have. I have I'm, I'm kind of writing a, a Seven Angels, Seven Plagues type album right now. I've been obsessed with like Underworld, Hopeful recently. Yeah. And I, I tried to play it for the rest of the band, but like they, they said it was too metalcore. So yeah, I can't do it. It was like, I mean, like, dun, 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 like super melodic. Yeah, no. It was way too much. It was way too much. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of want to break up the band and, like, finally start a band that sounds like Title Fight and Lifetime and Anxious. I'm so down for that. Well, you know what? We'll start this up digitally. Hit me up. We'll start working on a Title Fight worship band. Fuck 44. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck screamo in general fuck screamo in general unironically there's no money in the screamo game not, not anymore you know <laughs> anymore. the money's gone metal course the new big thing and we're just... all, i'm only in it for the money you know yeah me too fuck screamo so why do you think all these bands are kind of making a switch over to, to metalcore it's I, great i i personally <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels like selling out, but at the same time, who cares? Uh, play, play music that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I think that people realize that, one, all old things always come back. Just like there's like a scene revival going on right now. Mm -hmm. So people are like, okay, yeah, metalcore sick. We gotta have like some metalcore shit. You know, kind of like the MySpace grindcore bullshit. Yeah. I don't really like it, but it's sick. So we were talking about like kind of like how like you had mentioned you, uh, how everything kind of comes back right like metalcore kind of having its revival emo had its revival and now it's interesting too kind of seeing where it goes um, for example I know there's mixed opinions and I don't really want to delve into our opinions of it but um, how e like stuff like emo is just evolving I'd say its current phase is mostly probably emo rap. Um, Because, yeah. like, whether you like it or not, that's it, it, it's doing the exact same thing emo always did. It's just the newest form of it, right? Definitely. Definitely. I love emo. I love emo I, rap. Emo, emo rap has kind of died right now. And mm -hmm. hyperpop has taken over the place that it, emo rap once had. Yeah. If you think that hyperpop is kind of like a combination of the emo rap with PC music. But on the other hand, emo... Um, according to a bunch of fucking nerds, we're in the fifth wave. You know? Yeah, what's this fifth wave? I, I just started oh. seeing like four year health talking about fifth wave and I have no idea what's yeah. happening. So the thing about fifth wave, uh, I, I was in a huge group chat with like the biggest like emo <laughs> meme account. So we, we jokingly called it the council. And we, were like, we were like, council. okay, we're gonna define, we're gonna define what fifth wave emo is. 
and we came up with this. It's mostly low feed bedroom stuff with either Twinkly or Screamo influences. So the best examples will be Weather Day, Your Arms or My Cocoon. Um, oh, Fernando's favorite. They're so good. They fucking they are. Like yeah, dance I like, like the brave little Evacus. Yeah, like it's basically I wrote Haiku's influence meets. Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, but you've been you've been talking to Weather Day. I've been talking to Weather Day on TikTok. It's <laughs> sweet. Anyways, um, no, I I used to have a fifth wave project. It kind of died down, but it was super sick. Um, what was the name? What was the name? What was the name? Sometime friends fight. Sick name. That's pretty good. Yeah, the ones who get it get it. You know. And what was the reference to? It's a uh, Fiebald reference. A Fiebald, Jesus Christ. Fiebald's yeah. anyway. Fiebald fucks. That EP is, and even through more like commercial stuff, like American Hearts. Hey, just, hey, you're the part of it. So good. Banger, dude. So good. That's the thing. Is like I'm on a huge emo kick right now. Like, like specifically Shocking. stuff like um knapsack sunny day um texas is you know like huge i've probably been riding that wave for the last like five months um Uh and yeah like i just went through a deep fucking pie balls uh week (laughs) god pie balls are fucking sick there's this video that hate five six released yeah i watched that the other day they're just jumping around it's like a it's like a Valentine's Day show, and it's so sick. It's one of my yeah. favorite emo videos online. Yeah. This is this is uh the first shout out to Hate Five Six, absolute fucking legend, uh the most the busiest man in hardcore in music industry in general. God bless him and all he does for every one of us. Uh, we have I have so much to thank for for Hate Five Six. Oh, he's a hero. Um. Not only did I learn how to mosh from watching his videos, like especially <laughs> this is hardcore video. Yeah. Um, I have, since I have like pretty bad ADHD, um, in class, in classes, like in eighth grade, I will just sit down and watch Hate Five Six religiously. People will come look at what I was doing and they were like, why are these people beating each other up? And I was like, no, it's hardcore. It's supposed to be this way. Mm-hmm. And no, I love Hate Five Six. It's probably one of the only things I watch on YouTube anymore. Um, yeah. Bless Hate Five Six. Yeah. Um, what I, I think it's really important, actually, what Sonny's been doing. Um, kind of, uh, can't think of the right words, so I'm just going to say refurbish. Uh, restore, thank you. That's the word. Restore all these old um, tapes uh, from the early 2000s and 90s hardcore bands. Like, all these converged tapes that he's finding, he's posting... Uh, what did he post recently? I mean, like Piebald, I think, was a, a, a yeah, restored tape. The, the quality is so fucking good. One of my favorite ones is the new, one of the new Poison the Well sets he's released. Yeah. God, I love Poison the Well so fucking much. I'm sorry to cut you off, but they changed my life when I heard them when I was like 12. Uh, wow. Go check on. Out, check, out, check out the one Renounced, if you haven't. Renounced? Renounced. Yeah. Renounced. It's pure. The, it sounds like Seven Angels, Seven Plagues. Um, well, they're new, or relatively new UK, from the UK. I have a renounced tattoo right here. Oh, sweet. What's, his, what's <laughs> it say? As delicate as mothlings. It's one of their songs. Nice. Yeah. Check them out. Check they're, out that yeah. song. They're amazing. They, we saw them live when they came with Knocked Loose and Malevolence. Yeah. And, and the Australian band. Um, Justice for the Dam. Justice for the Dam. Yeah. It was sick. We almost got in a fight because we mosh way better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was because of the breakdown of all my friends. I kind of grabbed Kami yeah. and used them to beat other people up. Yeah, yeah. It's a trick we have. Like, <laughs> Evelyn grabs me and I start kicking and Evelyn runs around the, the edge of the pit. So I kick everyone. I had the same move. I've done that. I've done that. I'm a bigger guy, so I'd be the one holding on to everyone with her on my back. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's good fun. It's all in fun, right? I just got super pissed, and he was like, "Come on, what the fuck are you doing?" And we and this dude with a Chivalva shirt. No, he had a no zodiac shirt, and was like, "No, no, stop, stop, stop." Yeah. And he, yeah. it was kind of bad vibe. But our friends from Finland came all the way to Denmark to see yeah. them. Nice. It was hardest fucking dudes ever. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Etu. Shout out Casper. Nah, Finland got an insane beatdown scene. Oh, hardcore hey, 
I got I got a question. What the hell is the Swedish Scrams Mafia gang? How do I join it? And do you realize this is why nobody outside of the Screamo community like respects any of us? The thing about the Swedish Scrams Mafia, it's like I think you probably have seen this person online, uh Guillaume from France. They came up with it. Uh like this homie in France, they were like, okay, it's gonna call it the Swedish Scrams Mafia. They created like a Facebook group and it's pretty insane. It's just like the Swedish band. Mostly for some reason, I see Bisomel Skalevarandra Sumiket because, yeah. I don't know, it's what people call. So is it, is it for sharing music that are like Swedish uh, bands? Is that like what the community yeah. does there? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought you guys were saying it as like as a joke because you guys are comedians, right? Like, oh, yeah, Swedish Scrams gang mafia, you know. Yeah. But if it's an actual community of sharing music amongst Swedish bands, that is yeah, that's fucking it, awesome. It's also it's also I mean it is also used as a joke term because yeah. like right, oh, right. boom, come for the Swedish Scrams mafia, you know. <laughs> there's there's so much money in the Scrams game, you know. Yeah. We just gotta keep it Kid Farrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kid Farrell. Shout out. Kid that's why we started doing this actually, because you know we heard there was a lot of money in the Scrams game, and I I will be having Kid Farrell on this show. We can edit this out. No, no, shut up, shut they, up. Did men- they did mention the uh, they did mention they're big fans of you guys, and it was a little bit of a push on their end to start your band, which was news to me. So that's very cool, very cool. Yeah, stuff. since we less screamed in forty four caliber, it makes sense. Yeah, right. and I don't know. We play with them, and they were super sweet. I mean, we have hung out. Our hardcore band Yamcha, yeah. uh, our first show was with opening for Kid Kid Feral. Feral. They yeah. played an entire new album. Yeah, their entire new album is insane. It's sick. They need to put yeah. out some new stuff soon, too. I'm going to ask them when I talk with them. Yeah, Dalton, you look like you had a question there, though, eh? I forgot. You, I don't no, know. Dalton, I probably Dalton. forgot. <laughs> I saw by your face you went up. You're like, oh, wait, we're talking about Kid Feral. You had something there. Yeah, I don't know. I have ADHD. I lose <laughs> things quickly. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just remember, I think around the same time, I remember, I remember Kid Farrell um, when they first started out too, because they, they followed my old band on Instagram and I, I had no idea what the fuck Kid Farrell was. And then let's do it. And yeah, I mean, yeah when they came, when, when, it, when the album dropped, it was like pretty big here. Yeah, it was um, amazing. Wait, what's your old band? Uh, I Buried Your Flowers. Wow. I think I've listened to it. Yeah. I, I they were, were on Sophie's floorboard. They were on Sophie's floorboard. That's how I found them. Then I have. Then I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's on here. <laughs> but like, nah. What was I gonna say? No. One. We also have to blame Setsuko for bringing yeah. us to our first hardcore show. Setsuko. Yeah. Say again. Say weird. again. Well, yeah, Japan okay. Setsuko. We have we have them to blame for actually bringing us into this hardcore scene. Yeah, they're amazing. God tier, God tier band. On the, on the LP, on the special thanks. Yeah. It's a special thanks, Camilo, Evelyn. I, I have it. No shit. Yeah. yeah no shit. Are, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spin that as soon as we're done here. Love I took the first. I took the first band pick. Of yeah, Setsuko. Then we were there swimming. No shit. Yeah, the slint-based one. It was. We were straight up fourteen years old or something. Where are they from? How How do you guys know each other then? Like, how are you guys that tight? Just from going to shows. No, I know Linus. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and Linus, the bass player, because we were both organized in the same political organization, this anarcho-syndicalist youth federation here. What is that? Sorry, could you explain that? Yeah, uh, the anarcho-syndicalist youth federation here. What does that What does that do? It's like an. It's like an autonomous organization yeah. for uh, mm. anarchists, communists, uh, okay. uh, who people. Yeah, the... just very autonomous, very self. It's very independent. Uh, lots are of you, fascism. And, are you just discussing uh, political views or protesting and doing activism? Like, what is it that you guys are doing with the with the group? Uh, uh, mostly actual actions yeah. and actual activism. We we had we had a lot of campaigns back in the day, um, but that was when we met Linus. Yeah, Linus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, awesome. so that's how I know, and that's how. how and that's how we got to meet the, the drummer. Yeah. For 44 Caliber Lab. Yeah, same organization. Yeah. 
Oh, that's how, okay, wow. So yeah, earlier when I, I meant to ask, at which point did you two obviously being related, how did you meet your third member and how did that yeah, come in? It was through that organization and we started randomly talking about this Japanese band called Midori. Okay. Uh, and and we do and uh, and and they were like, yeah. I just started a grindcore band. We need a bassist. Uh, and I didn't listen to grindcore back then, but I became their bassist. We never released a single thing. We were called Post Nude. Um, and it, it was that, super sick. And that band died out. And as soon as it died out, Tobias left 44 Caliber, and Eric jumped in on drums. Nice. So that's that's how it went. Very cool. Uh, so just gonna wrap it up with probably one more question. Um, I, I'm glad we made it this far without bringing up the elephant in the room of this shitty fucking reality we live in right now. Um, so during, I don't know how it's been out in uh, Sweden, but uh, what have you guys done to keep busy during um, the pandemic? Well, I started doing drugs. <laughs> but now I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah same i haven't had anything else. i live for for the shows and for the music and as soon as that disappeared from my life i totally collapsed like mm -hmm. full collapse like thursday like <laughs> great album right now but yeah no it's it's been a rough year um but i hope stuff's gonna get better soon i doubt it but there's still some hope how about you, Evelyn? I have, I have started writing a lot of uh, solo stuff. I've been, I've been, I'm about to release a new EP um, for my, I, I know it's a cliche, it was a big joke in the beginning of pandemic that everyone was gonna start releasing like bedroom pop shit. But like this actual really nice stuff. It's very inspired by Crywank, Jordan Mason and the Horse Museum. It's really sweet. Uh, it's heartbreaking. I, it's, I think it's my best, well, or one of the best lyrics I've written yet. Um, <laughs> not that I'm very good at writing lyrics. But She's like, good. She's actually good. Nah, I've been busy with that. I've been getting, I got a boyfriend. Hi. <laughs> I, I <laughs> a lot. Um, what else have I done? Fuck. Mm -hmm. I moved. Yeah, we moved. We moved out from our parents' house, so we've been like in the middle of a lot of stress and stuff but it's nice no congrats got, congrats by the way that's awesome thank you thank you thank you we're thank barely you. surviving we're <laughs> extremely poor dude yeah we're <laughs> we're not I hear that. I hear that. we don't have we can't afford anything no we we can buy food and that's it yeah so, so he see sure if you if you want to listen to a real working class scream of love <laughs> Support, yeah. support, support, support. Thank you so much for coming on the show, guys. If if anyone is listening here, I mean, I think we have a couple of listeners at this point. If you're listening, 44 caliber love letter, they're fucking fantastic. They're god to your screamo. They're fantastic. Go support them. Go listen to them. Mm -hmm. Buy the new stuff when it comes out. Might be a cassette coming on Larry Records. We hear. Check it out. Love it. Enjoy it. Financially support yeah. it if you can. If you can. Yeah, is there anything you guys want to plug last minute? Yeah, red no, carpet. It's all yours. Is... Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking check out. Stockholm's hardest fucking band, Blood Sermon. It's based, they're inspired by integrity and kickback. Check them out. Yeah. Straight fucking edge. Thank Hard. you for listening. I got one shout out. Please listen to the new Citizen album. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. I, haven't yet. I haven't checked it yet. That dropped what, like two days ago? It sounds ago, like maybe? Tudor Cinema Club, but yeah. emo. It's great. Yes. Yeah, that was my show. Thank <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much again for coming, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Go, vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. vegan. It was hey. nice. Thank you for having us. Of course. Awesome. We want to get you guys back on here as soon as humanly possible. When some new stuff comes out, we'd love to chat again. This was so much fun. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully with the drummer too. So yeah. like, don't worry about it. Just right? us yeah. uh, follow us on Instagram. Our name is 44 underscore CLL. Follow me. I'm funny. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> I'm getting famous there. <laughs> At Anorak City. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye.
It's really <laughs> stupid. It's gross. It's you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs>